You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Jonan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. So what has happened, everybody? I hope everybody's been having a fantastic day and that all of y'all have been having a great, great week so far. Uh, I believe by the time this episode is going to be broadcasted on CFRU, it is going to be the second day of fall. So congrats, everybody. <laughs> I hope everybody's been um, trying to, you know, just uh, sort out your, your warmer clothes uh, in your closet. Because for me personally, it was, uh, you know, sometimes you just wake up and you're like, okay, I guess I, I just have to wear shorts now or like a tank top or something. You're just so used to that summer vibe. But uh, hey, to break it to you and not to say that fall is a bad season or anything, but, you know, just like making that transition from summertime to the beautiful fall season um, definitely takes a few days for us to entrain, so to speak, you know, technically. But also, I love the season because actually for the first time in like so many months, I actually had pumpkin pie, which was so delicious. And like, oh, it's just like puts you in the mood for the fall and like soon to come Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. So bottom line, there's definitely things that I can appreciate in, in all seasons uh, all across the year. So, yeah, happy second day of fall, I should say, by the time you're listening to this episode. What else has been happening? Okay, so if you are listening from Guelph and nearby regions, you have probably, you can probably tell that it's uh, definitely raining really, really hard outside. And okay, I don't know if anybody else experiences this bef- uh, as well. But for the first time ever, and I wouldn't really get this before, every time there would be a storm out or it would be raining outside. Today, for the first time ever, I think I got a barometric pressure headache, meaning uh, I actually got a headache from, you know, all the difference in pressure outside because of all the rain and everything. And uh, like, obviously, I knew it was a legit phenomenon, but I never thought that I actually had it because, again, like before it wouldn't happen. But now, like today, the rain was uh, ongoing for the whole day. Uh, Honestly, it was beautiful outside and everything. A little bit kind of like you have to be careful driving outside. But, uh, you know, I actually, I think I got pressure headaches today, which was very uh, strange, but interesting. But also, I'm like, oh, uh, I guess, uh, you know, it's just one of those things. And I'm like, oh, I guess I got it, too. Um, But, you know, uh, I was I was trying to, like, combat it with pumpkin pie and uh, some of my mama's cooking, you know. But uh, here we are right now with TKO. And to be honest, TKO is better than any like ibuprofen or any any pain, like NSAID painkiller out there, you know, analgesic, because especially this episode, this is like uh, it's like um, the dosing to the power of 100 um, because we have a lot of good content to go through today. OK, so. 
I would actually have to tell y'all this upcoming weekend for the especially for the day of September 25th. It is a day that okay, I want you to get a red Sharpie, okay, and go to your calendar if it's like a printed one and really circle like put a big big circle around September 25th. And after you did that, I want to write down uh the biggest day in boxing and MMA in the month of September. Okay, and then put a put a star next to it. And you're probably thinking at this point you're like, "Janan, what is happening? Like is that like the apocalypse or like the Super Bowl of combat sports on that day?" Well, you know what? You know what? Yes, kind of yes, because I'm going to tell you why we have UFC 266 happening on September 25th. Headlined by a great featherweight championship bout between the current champion here at the UFC, Alexander Volkanovsky, who's going to be defending his title against top contender and uh, should I say poster boy for the featherweight division at the UFC, Mr. Brian Ortega, who has been absent from the fighting scene uh, for a good while now, but he is going to be making his comeback finally. Um, and it is, after all, going to be for the title. So Volkanovski versus Ortega. Uh, this one has been very much anticipated the past few months, I should say. And personally, I have been getting a lot of questions about Oh, Janan, who you got? Volkanovski versus Ortega? Well, I guess today's the day that I'll actually break it down to y'all and tell you who I potentially think is going to walk away with the W in this case. But again, it's not going to be as easy as I just made it sound. Um, because the MMA math, you guys already know, doesn't always work out. Yet, I'll try my best to just, uh, you know, according to my own knowledge of combat sports and MMA, I'll try to give you guys a fair and square breakdown of this fight. And, uh, you know, you honestly, you decide who's going to win, in your opinion. But I'll give you my take, my professional take. And, uh, yeah, we'll just take it from there. But in addition to that, I, I told you guys, this is, excuse me, I got so excited. I am just like, oh, okay. All the words, the words are all across the place. Okay. So what I want to say was that I told you guys earlier that this was so close to being the Super Bowl card of this month or arguably the year. And I'll tell you exactly why, because in addition to the main event of the evening that I just told you about. The rest of this main card is absolutely stacked. So moving on with the co cool event, we're going to be having Valentina Shevchenko, one of my all-time women fighters, who's the current flyweight champion of the UFC. Valentina Shevchenko is also going to be defending her title against Lauren Murphy, who's an absolute beast in this uh, newly created flyweight division for women's MMA in the UFC. And this fight also, it, it's one of those fights that I'm personally going to be very excited to watch. And I, I'll honestly be keeping notes, especially because both ladies are absolute titans in this case. And uh, again, when, when fights get so good like this so stylistically close like this it's almost impossible to give a definitive ruling as to you know or just like any prediction as to who anyone thinks is gonna win this fight but regardless uh let me first begin by saying that i'm just so so hyped for this fight 
but it gets better as we move down the main card, you know, starting from the main event down to the subsequent fights. The third last fight of the evening is going to be another fight that I've been personally really like, I, first of all, well, when it was first announced, I was really hyped, and I know many other people were as well. But also, this past week, I actually did a lot of research onto um, the, the, the background history of this fight and the fighters themselves. So, ladies and gentlemen, drumroll please, Mr. Nick, Nick Diaz is going to be coming back to the UFC after, I would say it's been six years of layoff. Nick Diaz is going to be making his comeback fight against longtime UFC veteran and former welterweight champion, Robbie Lawler. Ruthless Robbie Lawler. And, okay, I, I will be talking about this fight in more detail in a few minutes, but just know that this is going to be the rematch fight between these two um, wonderfully talented veterans in the UFC because the two have actually fought before once in the year of 2004. So that's about, uh, wait, I'm trying to do the math. So definitely 10 years. Okay, yeah, honestly, I'm so sorry my brain is fried. I can't really do the math for it right now, but just, uh, just uh, you, can, you can see and appreciate for yourself how long ago that first fight was not only showing that like the 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 wealth of experience that both guiders have had throughout the years but also the fact that when they fought for the first time in 2004 they were both absolutely at their prime and uh Actually, okay, I know this is like kind of condensed uh, right now, just uh, me giving you all the side knowledge and whatnot. But I really do want all of you to take like, uh, okay, only 20 minutes out of your day. And please go and watch the first fight that Robbie Lawler and Nick Diaz had in 2004. You know, UFC Fight Pass is there. You can definitely go and watch it there. Or if not, just watch some of the highlights for that first fight because it was absolutely like what you watch that fight. That is what mixed martial arts is all about. Whatever you see in that first fight is what the UFC was built upon. Okay, meaning uh, a complete display of skill set and uh, just a professional display of technicality and heart and entertainment and i and the next one that i'm gonna say i don't want it to take it the wrong way because in this case it is indeed a main characteristic of the sport of mixed martial arts and that is violence i don't mean it like oh you know they were just going at it like trying to like end each other kind of thing obviously not but once you have all these factors that i just talked about and and the whole mix all to the to the right amount it's like you're making a smoothie you know this the smoothie of uh having the perfect fight in mma just pull pull all those things together it is indeed what we what you would see for that first fight between Robbie Lawler and Nick Diaz. So once again, please go and watch that first fight. And hopefully you actually get to feel it for yourself. And maybe you, you will like have your own take on it. But I'm sure like you'll you'll definitely 
more or less agree with uh, what I just said right there about how, like how I described that first fight between the two. So yes, Robbie Lawler and Nick Diaz are going to be going at it for a rematch so many years after that first fight. And this one is also going to be one to watch. Um, I'm very much looking forward to it. And I'm sure all the other fans out there feel the same. And in addition to that, we have so many other interesting bouts in this whole UFC 266 fight card. Unfortunately, as much as I wanted to break those fights down for you as well, uh, we are going to be running out of time. And I know that there's something else that I do want to talk about today on this episode. So all I'm going to say is, even though I didn't talk about Cynthia Calvia versus Jessica Andrade and Jarzinia Rosenstrike versus Curtis Blades for the other two remaining uh, fights on the main card of UFC 266, please do not forget to go and watch them because, okay, those fights are also going to be very, very interesting to watch. There, uh, we have a former champion fighting Jessica Andrade. We have a, we have former title contenders in the heavyweight division going at it um, here uh, in the heavyweight bout between Curtis Blades and Jarzini Rosenstrike. So uh, please, please, definitely. Uh, whenever you, just uh, once you sit down to watch the main card, uh, it's gonna be hard to be taking a break, honestly, because every single fight that I'm looking at here is gonna be one that you do not want to miss at all, like any second, any second of it. Okay, so September 25th, once again, 10 p.m. Eastern time. That's when the main card starts. That was just a brief preview of all the fights that are happening on this card. And I'll be talking more in more detail about the main fights that are happening on the main card of that. But also to all my fellow boxing fans out there, I, I know, I know that y'all are so, so excited as well. Okay, because finally we're going to be having the current IBF, IBO, WBA, and WBO heavyweight champion of the world, Anthony Joshua, fighting against the former unified cruiserweight champion in boxing, Alexander Usyk. So surprisingly, this fight is also coming up on Saturday. Okay, so Saturday night, according to UK time zone, but I have very good news for everybody because... Uh, if you do live in um, like the Eastern time zone, you can actually watch this fight starting at 3 p.m. And that gives you just enough time to finish the boxing fight and then immediately tune into the UFC to watch some UFC 266 uh, action go down. So this is actually like the, the, the combat sports gods have blessed us so much. Okay. All hail kind of thing. <laughs> but... Uh, Anthony Joshua is going to be coming back into the ring and uh, defend his titles against Usyk, who will be fighting for the second time in the heavyweight division in boxing. So like I said, Alexander Usyk comes from uh, a lighter weight division. He comes from the cruiser weight division in which he was able to conquer uh, all previous opponents. He is currently undefeated, actually. He was the champion. He was able to unify all the belts. And uh, in addition to his professional background, he has had a 
very impressive amateur career as well, having won many championships and medals for his home country of the U- uh, Ukraine and the Olympics, etc., etc. Uh, that just goes to show how um, strong of a background, how strong of a boxing background Alexander Usyk comes from. Right, so Usyk is moving, has moved up a weight division to heavyweight to see if he can actually. Well, because like there was no no one else to go through in the cruiserweight division that he was at uh, previously, so he decided to come up a weight division and see honestly where the money's at, whether he can actually defeat the current heavyweight champion of the world, Anthony Joshua, who is no easy opponent at all. So Anthony Joshua as well, he has had a very impressive career. He too has, uh, to, to get started with his amateur background too, he has had a very impressive amateur background as well. Uh, he also boxed for the Olympics for Team UK, won uh, medals for his country. And then uh, even though he started boxing at a little bit of a older age, he still was able to make his smooth transition to professional boxing. And then uh, he was undefeated. And I would say the biggest, uh, you know, like the major turning point for his professional career was uh, the fight that he was able to defeat uh, the the veteran, the boxing veteran and former champion Vladimir Klitschko in such dominating manner, you know, um, him being a young guy, a young prospect in the heavyweight division to be able to accomplish such a thing against such a legend. It was absolutely phenomenal. Yet he did it. He did it. And he uh, was able to, uh, you know, carry around and defend his uh, four heavyweight championship belts for the next few fights to come however um he did suffer one loss against andy ruiz jr who was actually a uh short what is it um like a short notice uh opponent in the fight that he was supposed to have nobody was really thinking that andy ruiz was gonna take this fight against anthony joshua and win it actually but the impossible the should i say the unthinkable happened and Joshua, just like that, in a blink of an eye, he lost all of his uh, heavyweight belts. Joshua was out for a good while. And then he, it's just something. Okay, so as a side note, um, when you are as successful as uh, Anthony Joshua was at the time, prior to that first loss that he had, you know, you, you've, you're just... Um, so confident that nothing can absolutely go wrong so you just keep going in with uh, going in with that mindset you just want to keep going and going you have the absolute 100% trust in yourself and in your skill sets you just go in and unfortunately sometimes that can be in your own disadvantage because it, like intentionally or unintentionally you may uh, disregard your opponents and how good they truly may be. I would have to say, though, the fact that Anthony Joshua lost that fight against Andrew Ruiz, it wasn't too bad of a thing for him because as a true champion and as a true athlete, you have to learn how winning feels like and how losing feels like, how defeat feels like, and most importantly, how are you able to come back from that defeat? I 
think that's the biggest thing that mm, it's one of the things that is not always talked about in sports and you know obviously going into every event and every match and every fight as an athlete all you think about is winning you never really think about losing who goes into a sports event thinking okay yay i'm gonna lose you know like nobody thinks like that obviously that's not in our nature um however when it does happen uh you know defeat is definitely inevitable but you have to be prepared for how to deal with it once it actually occurs and i feel like anthony joshua um he was smart and also lucky to have surrounded himself with uh, such a great team of people so that when that loss that first professional loss actually happened he knew how to bounce back from it with a positive mindset and was able to take all the stuff that went wrong in that fight that he lost in and to turn things around into his own advantage and to try to use his weaknesses, improve on them and try to come back stronger eventually, right? So that's what happened. And yeah, he lost. But after that uh, one loss that he had, he actually came back and regained all of his four heavyweight belts. And now he is the reigning heavyweight champion of the world and i feel like when i said that i feel like i i really do want you to want you guys to ponder upon that because yeah anthony joshua has that one loss on his professional record but do not take that as a flaw because if anything that has probably taught him things like intangible things that not in in 100 years would like 10,000 wins would teach him and uh, reward him, if that makes sense. Okay, so that is actually very important. I feel like he needs to be wearing that one loss as a badge of honor. Okay, Um, so that's one thing that I feel like not everybody really pays attention to and tends to brush over, but I feel like you need to analyze it more and try to think about it from his perspective, right? But, uh, you know, I I said that because I think that's a very determining factor, you know, having to deal with a defeat and a loss in in sports and how that prepares and primes your mindset for tough times in the future. What, What how does that translate to this upcoming fight against Usyk? Well, if the fight does turn out to be a tough one, Anthony Joshua he is not afraid to give it his all. It's not like he he has all the pressure in the world to, you know, be scared of that first ever professional loss, if that makes sense. He's been through it before. He's been through both the wins and losses before. And he's not scared to lose again because he he knows how it feels, how he ha- how it has felt. And he knows that, okay, even if it does happen, it's not the end of the world. Yet, having accepted that, he will try to redirect all that energy into how he can just maximize and optimize his performance in that fight. When things do uh, take a critical turn and turn out to be tougher than expected. Okay, so for that reason, I would say... Anthony Joshua in this fight against Usyk, he has more of a mental 
advantage <laughs> okay and i feel like again not a lot of people think about it this way everybody right now i bet you go on every single combat sports podcast or radio show or youtube show whatever it is um they will only give you breakdowns of physicality and like sports stats and oh you know anthony joshua is the bigger guy so he can uh, dominate this fight against Usyk. or on the contrary uh, Alexander Usyk, he is the one who's moving up in weight division from a smaller weight division, so he is going to be the smaller guy. Some are saying, okay, yeah, like the, the smaller size is going to be his disadvantage and he's going to get hit more. Joshua's going to be dominating him more, you know, yada yada. And some are saying actually his small size is going to help him and come into his advantage because he's a smaller guy. He can use his uh, footwork to move around the, um, not the octagon, excuse me, the ring more often, be more dynamic. And um, even if Joshua is uh, trying to outbox him and try to put more pressure on him, at least he's able to get away with his uh, fast movements and, and good footwork, right? So those are other people's uh, take on it. And, I, and I'm not saying that I disagree with them, right? So I 100% agree with all those things. I'm just saying, in addition to physicality, advantages or disadvantages for each party, you definitely need to take into consideration the mental aspect of things because you could be the champion of the world, but if your mind is not in it, or if you don't know how to maneuver things, you know, when it comes to that, when it comes to that sports mentality, that strong sports mentality, and to be able to adapt to tough situations mentally while you're in a 12-round boxing fight, uh, you know, you, you cannot win a fight at all. It has to be a combination, a good, uh, healthy combination of physical uh, strengths and advantages in addition to mental and confidence and sports mentality um, advantage, if that makes sense. Okay, so that's my take on this whole fight. Um, make sure that you watch this fight again. Do not forget that Usyk versus Joshua is happening at 3 p.m. Eastern time zone. And then after you guys watch that, UFC 266 is going to be happening. Goodness. Okay, so I only have technically two more minutes to break down the UFC for y'all. Okay, I mean, I kind of did give a, I guess, like a rough, brief breakdown of all the important fights happening on this card. Uh, I do want to say, um, okay, I, I guess I'll just talk about the main event uh, for now because we're running out of time. Uh, so Alexander Volkanovsky, uh, he is the current champion and looking at the most recent fights that he, he has had, all of them have been wins. Um, he has fought many notable contenders and former opponents, few, <clears throat> excuse me, people like former champion Max Holloway, who, uh, Volkanovsky fought two times already. Once in 2019, once in 2020, um, and both times he was able to beat uh, Holloway through decision, which is very impressive, even though he was suffering major disadvantages uh, with regards to physicality uh, in, in, in those fights, yet he was able to win those fights against former champion Max Holloway. 
And I want to make a comparison, like a brief comparison to how uh, Brian Ortega did against the same opponent, Max Holloway, because Brian Ortega, um, I absolutely have a lot of respect for him as well. You know, young guy, young, young talent and contender in this uh, featherweight division. He was on his uh, way to really get to high positions in this weight division. However, when it came to that big fight that we all saw against Max Holloway, the champion at the time, he suffered the worst defeat of his life, which has also turned out to be his only defeat to date. Uh, yet he was able to make a good comeback against Korean Zombie Boy in 2020. And here he is to be fighting for the featherweight championship belt against Wolkanovsky. So again, uh, here I want to again emphasize the point of, yeah, you might you might have suffered a loss on your perfect, pristine professional career. But think about it this way. What has that loss and defeat taught you? Uh, have you been able to learn your lesson from that, uh, from your mistakes, essentially, and from that defeat? Are you going to pick yourself back up? Are you going to ask uh, the people in your corner, okay, what can I improve on? What can I do for the things that happened to me to never happen to me before, to never happen to me again, excuse me, in the future? And I feel like, I think uh, Brian Ortega was able to make those adjustments Hence why he was able to bounce back in uh, in that fight against Korean Zombie Boy. And here he is to fight for the featherweight title against Alexander Volkanovsky. But again, we shall wait and see what will actually happen on Saturday night. But for now, unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to be having for this week, y'all. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with previous episodes. And until next time, it's your girl, Janan, right here. And this is TKO. Peace out.